All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you know, uh, already off and running uh, with this new new style of learning at Erie, new content of, of information flow. I've already gotten some great feedback, so we're going to just kind of keep this thing going. Uh, today, uh, you guys are privileged to talk to uh, my brother, Patrick Holm. I think you got a birthday coming up a couple of days, don't you? Yeah, a couple of days, yeah. All right, ha- happy, happy birthday. Uh, it's past you know, 30 just becomes uh, irrelevant so yeah it's just another right just another year another number uh on the another notch <laughs> so no definitely uh you know we're we're very very excited to, to have you of course um you know sometimes people uh still to this day don't know that we actually are blood brothers we are brothers true brothers okay um and uh you know you started uh with erie in the dc office actually in february of 2020 and, you know, just to give the, you know, you guys uh, that are listening in a brief rundown of Patrick's history here, uh, pretty quickly thereafter in June, um, so, you know, a handful of months, he was promoted to uh, a senior rep. And then in, uh, in September, uh, already up to ASM, and then you, you relocated out to Colorado and had a little transition time. And then in June of 21, you're in your current role, which is a, a corporate field manager. So. For the guys listening um, that, you know, well, guys, I, I know a lot of guys know who you are, but some don't. Can you explain a little bit about what your role is now um, as a corporate field manager and, and, you know, what your, you know, what your main purpose is in this position? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, thanks for having me on here. Um, I listened to the, the previous one with Ethan. That was really good. And uh, give these guys some content to listen to. I think it's important. Uh, as far as my role, obviously, I was excited to get the call to come back to Erie. Um, part in ways, originally, it was uh, really tough for me. Obviously, uh, some of the guys know and you know, uh, you know, my wife and things like that. What led to becoming my wife was moving out here, job, all that type of stuff. So getting the call back to come on to this, uh, this role was super exciting. But ultimately, what they told me and kind of what I've uh, you know, began, began to do is train, ride with guys, um, put money in the pockets, um, know the book and be able to kind of go out in the field and, and implement it. So ultimately it's, it's ASM role, um, even just a regular rep role with just some perks on top of it that I get to do. Um, but knowing the system, being in the book and, and, and kind of living and dying for Erie is kind of what, what I, began to do. So that's what's made me successful. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, from what I've seen, you know, you're, you're running with a variety of different types of guys, new guys, Mm -hmm. guys, you're going into new locations, you're going to an existing location. Sometimes they're struggling sometimes, uh, you know, as a location, then sometimes you're just going into particularly work with a rep or two. So I guess, you know, um, just from my experience with Erie, knowing what you do for Erie, what a what a wide range of different personalities and and great experience for you because you know again guys that are listening to this call you, you you may know a little bit about Patrick but his numbers are, are phenomenal I mean every single month he's he's in the high fifties low sixties demo his close is always in the forty percentile the conversion rate is twenty five plus percent net to grow sixty percent um, I could go on and on and on so you're able to sell anywhere you go everywhere you go it kind of proves that that 
uh, well, I guess some people call it a theory, but it proves the point that, you know, this selling system works, uh, you know, everywhere and can be sold any by anyone to anyone with the, with the right mindset. So I guess one of my questions to kind of get into a little bit of this, I think these guys could benefit from is, you know, what do you see or what stands out to you when you work with reps uh, in certain locations as, as far as a strength or, you know, something that you feel um, is a good habit or mindset that you see when you're, you know, when you're riding along with guys uh, in, in these locations? Yeah, that's good. All good points, Carl. And obviously um, diving into this, you, you have to be committed to what we do. So a lot of it comes back to my time in Philly, uh, trust the process and everything that they did with you know, the evolving on, on their billboards for the basketball team and things like that was trust the process. We're going to build up. We're going to become a championship team. But um, that is the best mindset you can have, especially as a new rep, existing rep. Just know this book works. Um, case in point, you know, going across the whole country and selling everywhere you go. Yeah, your people are a little different. Um, some people, step one's more important. Some people, let's get to the nitty gritty and get to the close. So you have to kind of be a chameleon and involved, but for these guys that come in here, whether it's, they have a lot of experience, no experience, you name it. We hire a ton of talent and we have a lot of talent throughout this company. Um, those guys that forget the rest and jump into our KPSS are the guys that are successful. And those are the dudes that are on top of the leaderboards all the time. They're committed. They're always learning. They're studying the book. Uh, and, and really just having that good mindset throughout the whole, the whole months and process that they're, you know, working for what, what's their goal? What are they striving to do? Are they looking to be just a regular rep or they want to open up a location? The growth here is crazy. So a lot of guys, that's what they're striving to do. Well, numbers talk all. So yeah. figure out the book, really dive into it and, and get to know it. Um, and that's kind of where, you know, again, the mindset all comes back to, and this will all lead into kind of what we're talking about today, but your conversion, you know, like, hey, understand that if I have a 25% conversion, I could have three demos that absolutely suck. And it could be a long day, but I know that I'm coming out tomorrow and that's my 25%. I'm most likely going to walk into something. And if you can just remember that in the back of your head throughout your time here, you'll always be successful. Yeah, one thing I think, you know, just talking to you over the years, um, last couple of years, especially right at Erie, is that you're, you've been very resilient. You're very good at, you know, forgetting about yesterday, whether it was good or bad. I, I've been told by other managers with you when you come to their office and you, you always represent yourself very well and you make an impact that we couldn't tell whether Patrick had a good day or a bad day because he's always even keeled, steady, Eddie. Well, let's face it. Not all sales guys are, are that way. I mean, that 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 um, some do maybe have that naturally, some don't. I think your point about the selling system, uh, I just want to, you know, just, just comment on that real quick because you bring up a, a great point. I was talking to a representative recently um, in one of the locations that I have the privilege to work in or work with, and uh, he, he is a tremendous closer. I mean, his numbers are, are pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, he has these drop-offs, they're a little inconsistent, and that led me to kind of look into things a little bit and work with them a little bit. And I realized that he's just got talent. He's just raw. Jesus has got flat out talent. Yeah. He follows our system, but he likes to shoot from the hip and he likes to deviate. And sometimes he gets in these, these bad habits where he cuts things out or slumps up or whatever. Um, and I had this conversation cause he wants to get promoted. 
you know, what you do, Mr. Sales Rep, is you're very talented. You're just a natural born salesman, but you ride along with a new guy and you do what you just did, which wasn't a good thing. Um, that's a bad habit. That's going to teach this new rep and he's going to try to go out and mimic you. It works for you because you are who you are. You just have, you're just a talented dude, but it's not going to work for the, the Mr. New Rep who doesn't have a clue or has no experience or who's young or whatever, you know, and I think that's the importance of knowing the selling system. I'm, I'm a realist to a fault. Sometimes I realize that every situation is different and sometimes you got to do things a little, and we'll talk about that today, right? Outside the mm -hmm. box. But at the end of the day, you got to know the system front to back, because if you're ever going to teach someone, if you ever want to grow and develop, um, it's, you know, Randy Hamilton's quoted to say it's producers, producing producers. That's, right. that's what we, that's what we do. And if you don't want to be a salesman for the rest of your life and run leads till 11 o'clock at night and climb in, you know, stinky attics with dead, with dead skunks, you know, I'm being a little facetious, but you know, we, we're not hiring you anymore just to be a sales rep. We're really hiring you guys to go out and become the next Patrick Holt, the next, you know, um, sales manager, the next regional manager, whatever, whatever that may be. So I just wanted to make that point. So mm -hmm. before we move on to the next thing, I want to talk just briefly, and you might've touched on it a little bit there, but you know, we're, you know, you obviously you're going into locations, as I mentioned, and working with a variety of different types of guys and not all cases are good cases. You're going in sometimes working with maybe a veteran rep or a guy that's been here a little while that's struggling. So what do you see that's common when a guy's in a slump and you know, what, what advice do you give that guy or, or maybe what you've learned in your past experiences when you were in a slump that you think these guys could benefit, you know, from, from hearing, cause let's face it. We all, we all get in slumps. Uh, some are yeah. worse than others. Um, and uh, some guys come back from it. Some don't. So um, yeah. any, any, anything on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, uh, I hate the word slump, uh, yeah. but it happens and it's, it's a, it's a weird time in, in your career that you go through. And, uh, I, I remember mine in particular, it was period 11. I was on pace for a million and nine months and all this good stuff. And, uh, I blanked an entire month. I actually finished with negative 5,000 cause I had a repar. <laughs> and I remember like looking a lot at myself, like, what am I doing? Um, I, I called you, I called a lot of people and ultimately it came back to overcomplicating everything. Uh, Pre-qualifying, guys, don't read into your leads. Don't know, don't assume what you're walking into. If the notes say getting more estimates, cool, let's go ahead and get them one. Actually, let's get them six because in our step four, we're going through a whole variety of quotes and then we're going to get you a metal quote and our fiberglass quote. And all that's going to lead to ultimately making this decision today um, drives me nuts when guys are, you know, reading into their lead and they're like, oh, this is a single homeowner. And it says he's, you know, no misses, but I'm sure he's married. And so before you even knock on this door and meet these people, you have no idea, you know, you're already putting yourself in a bad situation. And that all ties back to, um, I forget who it was. It was Joe Swillow. Um, and he was like, do your step five. And this is during my slump. And so I'm like, do my step five. I'm on the phone with the guy. And he's like, yeah, do your step five. And I started going through it and talking about the petroleum content and the way this is made and what, what's involved in our pipe boot and how thick our drip edge is. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the good habits come from what solutions am I fixing for these customers today? 
And if it's missing shingles, obviously the armor zone nailing strip, what's important to them. And that's kind of where I started evolving my demo and I, honestly, my entire process to my overall introduction and how can I help and solve some problems. Um, but you know, those bad habits, they're going to happen because you get these leads every day and, and you start walking into it. But if you can create the mindset just to say, Hey, I'm going to show up today. I'm going to knock on this door. I'm going to make a friend and I'm going to see if they have any issues that I can resolve. Good things will happen. All case in point, follow back to your conversion. So, yeah, good. No, good stuff. I, I think of the story back when I was running Lansing, this would have been, um, you know, 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. And, uh, the sales guys were doing what you just said in those days, um, going to age myself here. We actually had hand printed, you know, paper printed leads. Yeah. <laughs> and we would write your name on the leads and staple them together. And here's your set today. So, you know, there was notes on there and, you know, it would be, I mean, you know, the guy's an engineer, the guy, this, the guy, whatever. And these reps before they would even leave, they were, you know, and that was right when, uh, I think Zillow first started getting big. So they're looking up, well, the home value says this on here, but it says that on online. And right. I mean, you know, and it was almost like you could predict what the lead was going to be by the way the rep was. And he hasn't even left the office yet. I, I'm like, well, that's going to be a no demo. Well, he'll probably reset that one or find a way to, to reset that one. So, you know, to make my point with these guys um, and Justin Mapes, uh, who is one of our regional managers now, uh, he, he could verify the story because he was with me when we did it. And we took all the leads that the next morning and we wrote them on index cards. And all we wrote was the name, the address, and um, uh, I think the product, because back then we sold a variety of different things. And that was it. And they, we went out and had a hundred grand day. Now, back in those days, a hundred grand day was like, you know, you would maybe have four or five a year. Right. And it, to prove the point, because I had a talented group. They just got into this rut, if you will, where you know, they started, you know, overthinking it. So that actually kind of bleeds into what we really kind of wanted to chat about today, which is uh, one thing that I know, you know, you and I have had a variety of conversations. You feel that that step one, that warm up, is a, is a, a very underrated um, and sometimes we don't talk about it enough portion of our selling system, right? Because we're always talking about step two. We're always talking about the close, which is all important stuff. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, that, that step, that step one, you know, um, you were kind of just touching a little bit on, uh, you know, involving the buyers and, and, you know, maybe dealing with some tough entry. So let's kind of start with, you know, how do you handle the tough entry? Let's say it's a situation where the guy, you know, before you're even in the, in the driveway with the car parked, he's seen you coming down, he's got his boots strapped on he's out there with his arms folded, staring up at that roof. Uh, no misses to be in sight or um, even to the next step, how do you handle when those customers say, um, even though guys that are listening, there's nothing, if you've ever seen the ad, doesn't say anything about this. I just want to make that clear, but people just misread it where they think it's a free roof. Free so roof. how the free roof, you know, the, you know, the, the dreadful, the dreaded free roof. So how are you handling this situation? Because, you know, from me being involved in what, six, seven locations, I see no demo after no demo of leads that. It was qualified. Both people were there, but the, the rep either over talked himself or talked himself out of the demo or started asking questions that, that became confrontational. So how do you, you know, what, what's your comments or wisdom, if you will, give us some knowledge on how you handle the tough entry. 
Yeah, for sure. So and it's going to happen. Um, and these guys need to know it, it's going to happen. So just being prepared for every situation at hand, but I urge all the listeners, everybody that's on this call, um, go introduce yourself. And the first one to talk about the roof's going to lose. So let's talk about everything under the sun until that homeowner is finally like, well, there's the roof. Well, yeah, absolutely, sir. That That is your roof. What's going on with it? What's got us out here today? But if we can kind of create a good warm up, um, make a friend, uh, get to know these people, talk about, you know, the RVs, their dogs, their kids, you know, talk about life, be a human. They're going to trust you more throughout the whole process. And you're more more than likely going to be uh, invited into the home, sitting at a comfortable place and actually talking business. Uh, I've seen, obviously, you know, you know, my role and uh, I've seen some horrible step ones, like knocking on the door and can I come in type things. And it's like, <laughs> how abrasive. So yeah. taking, you know, taking a breath, knocking on the door and ultimately just being human with people and, and getting to know them and what makes them click, things will come up. And then once they do, yeah, dive right in. Um, the tough entry, you know, the guy that comes out strap boots, get him involved. You know, he's already out there. We don't need to dive right into is, is Janice home right now? Like that's going to come. We got to do an attic inspection. We're going to be able to almost investigate their home when we're walking in with our ladder and introducing ourselves that way. Um, again, I don't, I don't like the abrasive approach to how long have you own the home? How long are you planning on living here for? Uh, do you make money? Is your wife here? Like that's just stuff that, you know, ultimately we don't teach because it shouldn't happen, but I've seen it. So if we can just take that approach and rewind it back and just say, Hey, let's go here and, and talk to these people. And the first one to talk about the roof's going to lose. And now you're kind of playing a game with yourself because once you get to the close, hopefully your percentage of closing them has gone up a little bit. Um, you know, tying into the free roof, you know, we're not seeing that as much anymore, at least from my experience. I know it still pops up, uh, but when it did, it was a big thing for a long time. And I remember, you know, the first deal I closed, that was a free roof. And I was like, man, that felt good, you know, <laughs> but ultimately I looked at it and these, these people closed themselves already. They clicked on a link. They have us show up and they expect it to be free. Well, I know now the urgency is already there because they need a roof and they want to save some money to get it done. <laughs> so guys, you know, I, I apologize that you think this, this roof's free. Um, you know, we do have some really cool incentives and promotions going on. I'd love to show you what this is. We have some awesome new technology, never seen before stuff. At the end of the day, I'm here. Let me do an inspection for you. I'm going to show you what this looks like. Sound good? And just go on and get into a demo. Every step that you hit, whether it's three, four, or five, the close, the pre-close, everything, just moving the needle closer to getting a yes today. Um, so those those types of things are, are going to happen, but we just need to, you know, yeah. roll with the punches and, and make a friend. Yeah, you know, a couple, couple comments. Um, you know, I, I've seen sales reps ask the customer, you know, is your wife home? And let's say it's the mister, right? And the mister gets kind of defensive right off the get, like, well, what do you need her here for? Or she doesn't care. Instead of at the appropriate time, may I meet your wife? Asking it like that is much different than saying, is your wife home? May I meet your wife? Okay. 
Okay. Simple stuff. But, you know, I see, you know, we see guys do this, this all, all the time. I think, you know, it's like, like I can remember um, when a, a wise man, wise sales guy uh, taught me one time, uh, you know, we went to the house, we knocked on the door. We were, you know, trying to get into the door and the customer says, look, I don't want to do the dog and pony show. I don't want that dog and pony show today. And the sales, the sales rep uh, that was training me or I was running with at the time goes, oh boy, am I glad you said that. Last thing I want to do is the dog and pony show. We've been working hard. It's hot here. Um, I promise I'll, I'll get through this lickety split. Well, it completely diffused this customer and took the pressure off. And guess what? We did the same damn thing we always did, the three-hour demo, because the customer doesn't know what the hell the dog and pony show is. Right. right. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times these people are, you know, you, you hit on it. They're being resistant because, you know, that their guard is up and we're sales guys. And they probably in the back of the mind know that if they see something they like, they're going to buy. And uh, there's, there's all this resistance. I see sales guys get baited time and time again with stuff where, you know, it's just, just get to the next step, hang in there, find a way to get, um, you know, get through it, go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Like you said, if the guy wants to walk around and point at every nook and cranny of his roof, you're going to go with it. You can warm up in, you know, in, in, in 10 minutes after he gets, you know, blows all the steam off and, and right. you kind of what we do and start to compliment his, his, his landscaping. And then the next thing you know, he's showing you his hot rod and his, in his, in his garage and, and everything's kind of off of this roof. You're a sales guy, and um, again, um, it, it's uh, it's it all all valid all valid points there. So, you know, let's talk about some you know just to keep challenging you a little bit on this because you know I, I I sometimes when I do these I'm thinking what the salesman is thinking right now, and you know there's guys on there saying, well, what if you said this? Well, what if he said that? Well, right. how do you handle that? It's too hard to go into all of that, guys. Today it would be a three and a half day call probably. <laughs> but let's talk about some other outside the box stuff that maybe you're, you're doing um, to, you know, psychologically to maybe involve the misses a little bit um, or or something like that. Uh, can you kind of share with some things that you've been trying, uh, you know, in, in this por portion of the demonstration, the, the beginning uh, portion? Absolutely. So you kind of made a good point there, how we get the miss involved. You know, obviously yeah. we can go up to her in a abrasive way and say, here's your messed up roof, lady. Check these photos out. That's, yeah, it's a way to get her involved, but let's be a little bit more strategic with it. Um, for those, I'm kind of relating back to that tough entry in a way, Carl. So like, that's what we want to talk about. Yeah. You got, you know, you come up to this home and this guy comes out and it's, it's really abrasive right off the get. And you kind of force your way into a step two. Uh, where you're at least able to inspect the roof. Um, I've done things like, hey, if I, I know she's home, he doesn't seem like he wants to get her involved. I'm going to try to make a friend as much as possible. Um, and there's times where it's it's not working. I'm not getting any traction. It's like, all right, a step two is going to be horrible. Do a little mini demo. So grab a metal shingle and throw it up, an HD cottage in a different color and put it up on the roof right by the gutter and say, hey, you know, you want to get your missus out here and have her take a look at it. And all of a sudden she comes out, she goes, that's metal. And, you know, it just leads into this whole conversation where I'm not showing all my cards. I'm not going through my underlayment. and I'm not going through all the technology. I'm still going to do the system and do a step five, but we need to be dynamic and roll with the punches because like you said, with, with the gentleman that I don't want the dog and pony show, 
these people are getting more familiar with in-home presentations. So we have to be dynamic. And if it is involved in doing a step five, but kind of verbally mentioning your step three and still getting your commitments throughout the process, look, I'm in a demo. I don't care. As long as I'm swinging the bat and getting to that close, that's all that matters. But I'm going to get my commitments along the way. And I'm ultimately going to make them fall in love with the shit. And that's the whole, the whole process right there. Get to the step five because things change once we're there. But, you know, those little interesting uh, tactics that you, you can do to, to just get involved in, um, you know, I need to see your attic. Where's that located? Do I need to get a, a ladder? I'm not asking permission. I'm, I'm basically telling them I'm going to get in your attic today. So far too many guys I see, you know, I got to do an uh, attic inspection for you. Um, you know, where's that located? Is it okay if I get in there today? Well, it's two different ways of putting it. And it's most likely going to lead to a, no, you can't get in my attic. Cool. Mm -hmm. no problem. And then you just roll over and now you're screwed because you have no urgency that you're creating. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Stuff like that. But so, you know, I, I think of, uh, um, you know, last, I think it was last year we did some calls because, you know, 80 at that time, I think it was 70 or 80% of our inquiries were the, by the female, which was, was very interesting. And we had a lot of conversation about how to get the, the female more involved. So I just want to touch on this. Uh, one tip that was given to me by, you know, with, uh, with, with great respect to our, uh, our, our owner, uh, Patrick, Patrick Trumpeter, Pat Trumpeter was, you know, when you walk into the home, you gain entry, you look at the missus and introduce yourself. And is it okay if I call you, you Mary? Yes. Mary, would it be okay? Or would you like, excuse me, let me back up. Mary, would you like me to take my shoes off? By asking her permission, looking at her and asking her permission, you're not just obviously going to trance through the house with your shoes on. You're not just automatically taking them off. You're asking her permission. What that does is that builds respect. That shows that you're respecting her as the, as the woman of the household. And, um, you know, she'll either say, yay or nay um you know you were talking about how you you just go in and 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 ask for a glass of water um i believe mm -hmm. you were telling me a little bit about that strategy because that um shows that you're you're confident you're comfortable in the home and you know um hey I, i'm thirsty i i need i need i need a glass i need a glass of water um so again i think that you know i, I don't want to get too far down that that path today because i think you know this is a good subject with buyer involvement and and obviously um you know just just that that tough entry that step one because let's face it i said it earlier we just don't talk about it enough we don't spend enough time on it we don't train on it um, uh, again, I'm going to quote Billy Drake. I promise I won't do that every, every one of these, these podcasts, but I remember him saying, I've never made a sale in step one, but I sure as hell have lost a few. And boy, yep. is that, is that, is that a, a truer saying, um, than ever? And I think all you guys listening to this, me included, there's instances where, you know, looking back, um, we blew it. We just blew it. We, we just asked the wrong question. We let the customer bait us. Maybe we weren't in the right mood and all of a sudden it's confrontational, you know, off the bat instead of just, you know, thinking outside the box, going with the flow, uh, yeah. you know, finding a way to get to that next, that next space. Cause at the same time, a lot of you guys, me included, we've walked out of houses. You said it earlier about the free roof. I mean, we'd walk out of houses and sometimes it's like, we'd look at each other and be like, how the hell did we just sell that? I, right. I can't believe we just sold that deal because that thing, we were getting porched. 
three hours ago. They weren't even letting us in. So anyway, so anything else you want to, um, you know, share and, and add about, uh, you know, step, step one or the entry or this, this beginning, you know, conversation before we kind of wrap up here. I mean, again, just guys, you know, have fun with it. Be nice dynamic, extend a handshake, um, you know, with the, with the misses in general, just compliment her. Think about, so I always relate it to my wife and she's the type that if the doorbell rings, she's not answering it. Like it plain and simple. She just doesn't want to be involved with anything that's out there. And so I always kind of relate my, you know, my strategy to how would I get a good warm up with my wife? If I was a totally stranger coming to the house and it's talk about the things she likes. I mean, if you got animals, obviously she's going to love her animals. Show your dog pictures. You got kids, show your kids pictures, get, you know, warm up her and, and make her feel comfortable. And ultimately, you know, have a conversation with her, Mr. Aside, you know, the end of the day, the women are most likely going to give you the yay or nay at the end of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you could sit there with the Mr. All day and he's going to say, well, I need to talk to her, talk this over with her. So we need to realize that and focus questions, you know, and this is kind of skipping ahead, but focus questions through her, like in your ad, what did you like about my roof system, Mary? I don't care what John says. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you liked. What's, does this solve a problem for you? And I think if we, you know, stay focused on that, it's, it's pretty important. You're going to, again, just uh, opening your eyes to getting a sale. So I think if, if you, you know, if you spend 50% of the time talking to the mister, you better spend 51% of the time talking to the missus because yeah. you're, you're exactly right. And she mainly cares about, um, again, this is just from our experience and our, and our, you know, all of our research that we've done over the years, you know, she cares about the aesthetics, right? The curb appeal, the colors, um, maybe some new, you know, new, new features and things like that. I, I'll give you a quick story. My wife, I'll make it fast. We have these vines, as you probably know, we have these vines that grow on our home. When we moved in, they were almost three quarters of the house. And over the time, I slowly but surely talked her into cutting them back, cutting them back, cutting them back to really they're on the main part of the house. Now, I understand from an aesthetic standpoint, it's pretty cool. looks nice. It's a brick home. They grow great. Problem is, is that they are an, a maintenance nightmare. Um, they rot out your softened fascia. They get into the gutters. They bust the, through the screens. I mean, this stuff is like a, it's, it's, it's a wild ivy. Uh, and uh, we had to, to get some of the windows fixed because of this. And it was a process. And she saw me and I had to spend money and I was acting annoyed about it. And, and I finally had her, I think at that point where I was going to be able to hack all these things down and get rid of them. Well, um, not, not too far long after all this, we're out walking the dog and one of our neighbors has walking their dog and she comes by as we're passing and she goes, you live in that house over there, pointing to our house. Mm -hmm. And yeah, of course, Lindsay and I and my wife are walking together. And she goes, you know, I had to mention, you know, we've lived here for such and such years. And do you realize that Ivy you have, it's so beautiful. Do you realize that it's the only house on the block that has that Ivy? So can you, you, you know, again, story over, <laughs> do you think the Ivy's gone or do you think the Ivy's still there? <laughs> you know, you know, the answer that IV ain't going anywhere now because it's, that's what they, that's what they care about. And every time we drive home now, she'll even make comments like, I know you don't like it, honey, but gosh, that Ivy looks good. And I roll, you know, of course I roll my eyes and yeah. more rotted windows. So anyway, um, you know, very, very good stuff. So, um, appreciate your time. I want to kind of end it on this, you know, um, 
I sometimes like to ask guys that have been in the business or have been around the block, so to speak, like yourself, you know, you've obviously had times where you struggled and you talked a little bit about that and how you came back from that. Um, but, you know, in, in this case, you know, what do you feel um, is your greatest accomplishment? What's, what's something you're most proud of in, in your career so far? And, um, you know, if you want to kind of share with that, maybe being something where you had to persevere, that would be great too, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll end it on that note. Yeah. So, you know, I, I honestly, guys, this job is hard. It is not an easy job. And, you know, I went from kind of a, a cookie cutter business to business sales relationship base into this whole beast of same day decision. Nobody's calling you back. Get it done. Um, Closers. So ultimately, being here and being able to, you know, know that we can do this and be effective, but also, you know, what's the purpose? Are we actually helping people? Are we solving problems? The overall, you know, stance on it is yes. Obviously, I want to make money and close deals, but we're giving these people a solution that is forever for them. And it's the peace of mind that you have a badass company with a badass product and a pretty cool guy, you know, demonstrating it, that's going to get you there. So we just got to give them a little nudge, but you know, overall, um, you know, I thought a little bit about this cause you had kind of, you know, told me, you know, I'm going to ask yeah. you this question. I'm like, I don't know, but you know, I've, I've customers in 21 States. That's a pretty cool thing. But I think my overall greatest accomplishment at Erie, uh, Erie home is the guys that I've worked with that I've, helped or assisted in some sort of way to making life-changing money, uh, getting promotions. That's my greatest accomplishment because that's the fun part to me ultimately is, hey, look, I'm just a regular old guy that learned a system and has fun doing it. You can do this too. That's, you know, ultimately my greatest goal, my greatest accomplishment. So very, very cool. Well said. I think we all have someone uh, us that have made it, so to speak, right? I hate saying that, but it's the truth, right? That have gotten gone through the, you know, the, the challenging times. Um, we all have someone. Sometimes there's a couple or a few that along the way that helped us out, that got us, you know, over the hump, or you know, put them, you know, put us under their wing to get us, you know, to the next level. And that that's I didn't even know that. Wow, customers in 21 states. That's that's pretty impressive. So, well, thank you. Hey, thanks for your time, uh, yeah. guys. I I hope you enjoyed this. Um, again, guys, uh, as, as we roll here, we're going to open up some different channels of communication. Obviously, you guys know on Slack, you can, uh, you know, DM any of us. You can DM Patrick. You can DM me um, on on Slack. Um, also, uh, here soon, we'll we'll start an email um, for for this specific, you know, uh, you know, these discussions that you guys can email questions to, or again, uh, if you have any topics or ideas that you would like to you know, to share or for us to, to talk to, or maybe you want to be uh, uh, where Patrick's at right now and, and have a chance to talk a little bit about some of the ins and outs or something that you feel is a strong suit. So always open for, for ideas and suggestions, but uh, Patrick, thanks for your time, guys. Thanks for your time and attention. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, let's keep it rocking. Keep closing boys. We'll, we'll get it. Thank you. Bye. Oh God.